Hello and welcome to Recruiting in Hospitality from Catra.com. As ever, I'm Lance Lochner Ryan, and as you know, in each programme, we invite top guests from the world of hospitality to discuss matters affecting employers. So, recruitment, development, retention, you know, all that good stuff, stuff that affects you and your teams, um, and, and other matters too. Um, today, we've got um, a, a, an episode I've been looking forward to for, for quite a while. As you may or may not know, Cater.com has been a huge supporter of um, the organisation HR in Hospitality for many years, particularly their awards of excellence. Um, we have been the sponsor uh, of the Rising Star Award since Moses was a lad. Um, I actually try to figure out how long it was. <laughs> no one can remember that far back. So we, we really do support this award. It's so important because it celebrates someone who's just at the beginning of a brilliant career they're just starting not just starting but on their way and they're going to be a superstar of the future the 2022 awards have just happened and i'm delighted to have to say uh, that i have the winner of said award with me today please say hello to abby mellers abby hello Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. It's great, great for you to be here. I'm so happy. It's brilliant. Um, well, look, let's let's find out about what makes Abby Mellers tick. Um, what what are your what are your first hospitality memories, Abby? What sort of what do you remember? I, I know, I know what I remember. What my, what mine are. It was at a, um, a restaurant called the Golden Egg when I was four years old. But um, they don't exist anymore. But what about you? Was it, was it something you ever thought you'd be a part of? Um. So my dad was a chef when I grew up. Um. So I was always, you know, I would always be in the restaurant, or I would kind of go see him whilst he was at work. Where, where did he work, Abby? So he worked in a gastro pub in Nottingham. Right. um and so he which is where i'm from um and then i would kind of go and see him at work and you know he'd kind of grown up and he'd been up to catering college and it was for me it was really exciting i'm a massive foodie i absolutely adore food and i love going eating out in the kitchen maybe i'm not <laughs> not the best not my dad but um but um you know i just remember going in and just you know seeing the passion and seeing the speed and looking at front of house and just the sheer joy that guests would get from having that interaction with the waiters and you know the food and, and everything was just really you know exciting for me and then I remember you know when I was 16 years old I got my first job in a restaurant um where was this sorry where was this um, it was um, in a restaurant. It was actually a, a Green King restaurant, funnily enough, um, in Nottingham. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, this is really, really daunting. And I was very, very nervous. And I, you know, I, I always loved speaking to people, but I was a little bit shy when I was younger. Um, and I remember going in and it was great. And I loved, you know, seeing my friends and my colleagues. But it was very much at the time just something where you would go in, you would do the job and then you would leave. There never seemed to be any kind of additional sort of enrichment in terms of um, 
team nights or you know awards and summer parties that just wasn't really a thing that I was aware of at, at that time um and I think also as well when I was growing up even though my dad worked in in catering and worked in kitchens hospitality was never something that was sort of raved about as an amazing career and you know a viable one it was always just seen as you know potentially as someone would go into retail you would either go retail or hospitality that would sort of be your your first job mm. um but I think that's changing now and I and that's why it's so amazing to be back in hospitality to be able to you know shout about careers and promote excellent development terrific terrific that's a that's a that's a great start but so let's let's just switch over when did the when did the notion of going into hr occur to you how did that all start um so funnily enough it was only when I joined Mowgli that the notion of HR really became um, a, a thing for me. And that was so previously I'd worked in recruitment. Okay. So my first role coming out of university was as a graduate headhunter for a rep company. Right. Which was very intense. Uni didn't really prepare me work, I thought. So, um, you know, it was very tough in, in sort of the first six months. Um, and then I moved a little bit later on down the line to an in-house recruitment role because for me the thing that I loved and I love talking to people the thing that was so great for me was when you hire somebody and they get a promotion or they um, get an accolade or an award that was just something that I found so incredible and so enriching because I was sort of like well I've been part of that journey with them um, and you really get a feel for that person when you're, you know, talking to them um, on the phone or in, in person. Um, and um, so, yeah, so then, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe there's a bit more to people than just the recruitment side of things. And I sort of, you know, supported with inductions as well. Um, and then when I came into Mowgli, that's when I was like, right, OK, there is so much more to HR. Right. So, uh, sorry, could could you, I mean... I know you sort of segued into that. How did the Mowgli thing come about? I mean, did it was it something you just thought, yeah, I need a change or? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I was never unhappy in my my role at the time. Um, but I remember, you know, as a as a recruiter, you're always on job boards. And I remember seeing this opportunity for Mowgli. And I so when Nisha opened Bold Street, I that's when I moved to Liverpool. So I, so Mowgli's sort of journey, I had seen right from the beginning. And I just remember I, I went to Mowgli. It was one of the first restaurants that I went to when I, I got to Liverpool. Mm. And I just thought, what what a fantastic place. It was something that I'd never seen before. Like I was very much used to the, the curry houses. I went to, to uni in Birmingham and then we just always went to some amazing curry houses. Mm. Um, but it was so different and I saw this opportunity. I was really inspired by Nisha's story and you know how she'd got into to being a restaurateur. And so I thought, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it. Wow. I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. I was could I, could I have done that? I don't know. And all, you know, when I was um, at, at the same point in my career, I don't know. It's that's that's, that's wonderful that you that you did it. You've touched on it. Have there been many mentors 
in your career so far? Has there been anybody that's really influenced you um, in, in your, your choices and the way you think about the work that you do? Um, yes, I think not necessarily mentor, but, you know, being able to work for somebody like Nisha is so inspiring. She She's amazing, isn't she? She's yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, she puts people at the heart of of what she does. Everything is about the people. And I think that is so incredibly refreshing to get into a business. And it's sort of like, wow, okay, what can we do for our people? I mean, ultimately, you know, our teams in the restaurants, they are the people that, you know, give me a job because they are the ones that are, you know, providing excellent service, amazing food and keep those guests coming back. So Nisha and, you know, her journey and just her ethos and, and values uh, that's really inspiring to me and has definitely you know sort of rang true in terms of how I work as a person and you know what I hold dear to, to me and, and my professional values um from a sort of mentor perspective so Lucy Worth our COO she also oversees so she oversees ops and people right. and she's been so influential in my development she's spent so much time you know supporting me coaching me and um, even in an entry to, to management, when I started to build my team, um, she was always there, whatever time of day, to, to help me and to, um, to kind of guide me um, and almost kind of give me that self that I need to sort of then think, OK, where is my development now and, and how do I kind of move forward and create amazing teams and an amazing career for my teams? And you've taken that forward. You've learned from, from from the people that brought you up, and you you're and it's worked for you. Yeah. And so you're implementing it in the work you you do now. Yeah. This yeah, I mean it's amazing. Honestly, I, I can't I can't give more thanks to Tanisha and Lucy than I I already have really. I think the Americans call it paying it forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. It's very, very good. Well, so, I mean, you, again, you touched on it, but can you tell me a bit more about Moby Street Food? Well, I mean, as an employer, what, what's the what's the culture actually like? Why should candidates consider coming to work for Moby? So it's a family. And I think that's something that's so, so important. When you, you know, if you think of your full-time work, you spend probably five days a week with these people. And... You've you've got to work with people that that care for you, respect you, um, you know, work with such grace and intelligence. And I think that is what Mowgli is. It's it's a family. It's a home from home, and um, it's it, it's it's not just serving curry. It's not just cooking and serving curry. It, it's so much more. There's we've got the charitable limb of, of the business and the Mowgli Trust. So tell me about that. So for every so every restaurant has a house charity and um, our teams are encouraged to fundraise for that house charity through, you know, they might be doing sponsored runs. They might be um, wearing a certain colour one day. Um, so we fundraise through um, through that for house charities. We also work with international partners. So we work with um, World Vision and Action Against Hunger. So for every full time member of staff Mowgli employs, we sponsor a child in India. Um, through projects with World Vision, um, Action Against Hunger. Again, I think they're quite sort of um, big in terms of working with hospitality businesses, but they um, 
intend to support countries that um, are experiencing famine. Um, some of the 50 poorest countries in the world they, they work with. And I think that's so great because our teams, they they have, um, you know, their own causes and they want to be able to give back to communities. And I think that's so important just as a business as well to have that integrity. Um, and so that's a really great, you know, great thing that I love about Mowgli. And I just think it's, you know, we are so invested in, in people and I think one of the really important things for Nisha as well is, is to demonstrate that this is a viable career. You can come in and work in a restaurant and, you know, have great successes in your professional development. Um, it shouldn't just be considered as a, a stopgap. It's something that needs to be sort of, people need to stand up on tables and shout about that, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but you can have a viable career in hospitality and, and, and make it work. Um, <clears throat> since you've started, at Mowgli, what kind of changes have you seen uh, implemented? Maybe not only in Mowgli, but industry-wide. Have you seen that? I mean, how how do you feel? You you know, you've been made you've made the working environment better for your teams, uh, and and you know, also by looking at the industry as a whole. Yeah, I think um, you know, I don't I don't always like to kind of harp on about COVID. Um, you know, I'm very much sort of future focused, but I think, you know, coming out of the pandemic and there was a real switch and even actually just on a broader sense in terms of like CIPD, they sort of revise their aims and they are sort of championing better working lives. And I think for me as a professional, the, the pandemic really kind of put the, the human back into human resources, if that makes sense. So I think that's kind of what I took um, to then you know, work in, in Mowgli. And I think one of the, the key things is our approach um, towards people's well-being and, and mental health. Um, and we've been able to implement some really great practices. Um, we can do, you talk me through, can you talk me through some of that? Yeah, absolutely. So we do awareness training, um, so mental health awareness training for all of our managers. And that's really a chance for them to understand their own mental health and understand how they can protect themselves um, and make positive changes in their lives to support their well-being, um, but also how they can then, you know, see if anyone is struggling in their teams and how they can support them. Um, so that's been fantastic. I mean, you know, it, again, it's a very human approach, but I think just arming our general managers and our head chefs with, um, you know, support and resources they have the confidence to now be able to to speak to any team members if, who might not be feeling 100%. Yeah. Um, so that's a really big thing. I also undertook a, um, a mental health first aid course just so I could get you know, much more knowledge. Um, and so, you know, the, the people team, we are all qualified. And now we're looking at hopefully rolling that out to the estate to have almost like a body of mental health first aiders that really can support anyone um who who may be struggling with their mental health right okay i think it's fabulous that so i mean so many hospitality uh, businesses are doing exactly 
that that right now and I, I think it's brilliant um i think hospitality is really leading the way in this and it's it's brilliant that you're that you're that you're doing that i mean beyond beyond covid and and the these changes that have been brought about like like well-being is there anything else that you've been working on that's uh yeah. you're quite proud of please boast please do yeah. <laughs> so um one thing so nisha Part of Nisha's brilliance is so she had this idea around um, contentment assessments, and that is essentially a one-to-one -one chat with someone in the people team, which is essentially a, a conversation around how somebody's feeling, um, and it can be a conversation that centres around development. It can be a conversation that centres around their well-being, or um, you know, have you know what impact they feel they could have in in their restaurant if they got any ideas, and part of my role in that was working alongside Nisha and actually thinking, OK, this is the vision. How can I now strategically build this in to Mowgli and also think about, OK, how am I going to engage the ops managers? How am I going to engage the GMs? So they're not just thinking that someone from the HR team is going and talking to all of their team members. Um, you know, it's all about that buy in. But also, how can we land this so that our teams know we are here, we are listening? We want to be the best. So tell us, is there anything we can do to make your working life better? Um, and I think that's so important. And, and they really they really feel that they are being listened to. And, um, you know, the points that we action from these contentment assessments, you know, they're, they're really grateful that they've had that opportunity. Contentment assessments. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that. And is it is it working? Is it is it is it a work in progress? Is it, how is it? It is working. It's you know it's it's um we've kind of sort of launched launched it early this year um and it is working. So we and sort of end up kind of seeing probably like two to three sites a month. Um, so you know everyone gets a conversation at least once every six months with um with myself or, or my colleague Kira. So um, yeah, we we like to kind of go out and about. And I think it's great because I think, you know, as a people team, you want to have visibility. You want to be seen in restaurants um, and not just be, you know, in some far away office on an email. So I think it's really great to, to be in the sites with the teams and seeing, you know, how they're doing and what they're up against and, um, and their daily working lives. I think it's great. Abby? What do you think the hospitality industry should be doing to promote careers in the industry? Um, I think I think it really, I guess, starts at different levels. So I think first and foremost, you need to just be able to shout about it on your adverts. And I think you really need to be able to also if you're going to promote the career offer the career so have that you know development plan in place if you have um an apprenticeship scheme you know if you paint the levy be able to shout about that um to get young people into hospitality um i think that's really important i think how how, how do you think um sorry i don't mean to throw you off at these, no, <laughs> these questions but how how do you think hospitality does engage with it with another generation a younger generation what's the best what, what what are the best ways of doing that i think it's finding out what makes the the younger generation tick and 
ironically speaking of tick i think you know we've just gone on to tiktok and i went <laughs> i went to a school leavers fair quite recently um to promote careers so we you know we went to a school leavers fair and these were you know 16 to 18 year old um kids and and as soon as we said, hey, look, we're on TikTok, their eyes just lit up. And <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, I don't go on, I don't go on TikTok, so I'm not going to pretend like I'm a pro. Yeah. But, you know, they go onto it and they see in a snapshot what we're like as an employer. And I, I remember I was doing contentment assessments in, in Glasgow and I spoke to a surfer and, you know, I was like, oh, how did you, you know, find out about Mobley? What made you want to work for us? And she was like, I saw it on TikTok. Like I saw someone, someone, and she was like, I want to work there. Um, so I think, wow. that, I think it, you know, you've got to think about what what they are looking for. And also, I think they are they are not just looking for something where you can, you know, earn a decent hourly rate and, and tips. I think it's, um, you know, thinking about an ethical standing point. They probably want to work with businesses that are giving back to the community. They want to be able to. Um, you know, think about sustainability and, and make an impact on um, on the world. So I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It is so important. Um, <clears throat> Abby, you you won the HR and Hospitality Rising Star Award. I did. <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah. what, what what does winning that award mean to you? Um, it's it's honestly, it's still not really sunk in. Um, it's it's just incredible to even be shortlisted and to be amongst some really fantastic talent out there and some amazing HR professionals. I was just over the moon. Um, but I think for me, on like a sort of personal note, it it's that validation that all of this hard work that I've put in for four years and, you know, um, the kind of blood, sweat and tears have really um, has really paid off. And I think you know, this really sort of now, I don't want to say elevates, but it gives me that confidence um, to, to keep pushing forward and to keep following <laughs> my dreams and, and no, where I want to be. Yeah, I understand that completely. It's, it's, a, it's a validation, isn't it? It's, uh, it really is. And it's, it's brilliant. And um, it, it's so well deserved. It, it really is. So what, what are your plans for the future? Um in a professional sense yeah I'm... No, 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 I'm not asking you what you're having for lunch but you know, you know what... <laughs> yeah, I could talk about that for ages um, <laughs> but, um, but no for, for me it's again just just stretching myself and just you know learning as much as I can and networking and 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 looking at people in the industry and think right I, you know that's where I want to be. I want to go and find out what they're doing or um, just trying to absorb as much as I can. And I think, um, you know, just remaining curious and keeping on track with my own, like sort of professional development outside of work. So, you know, sort of doing a lot of reading or podcasts and um, just seeing bigger trends outside of, of hospitality as well. Um, but that's really the the goal. This, you know, this isn't a, I'm going to stop here and, and coast for a bit. I just, you know, I really want to push myself even further. Um, so, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and thanks so much for joining me today, Abby. It's been, it's been a really good conversation with you. It really has. 
Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Recruiting and Hospitality. Uh, if you like what we do, please do subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, follow us on our socials. We're on Twitter at caterer.com, caterer, D-O-T-C-O-M. Likewise on Instagram, uh, follow us on LinkedIn, uh, find us on Facebook. Um, so, yeah. Follow us, subscribe, and uh, let us know what you think uh, about the about the program. Um, be sure to join us next time. And thank you again to Abby. You were a wonderful guest, Abby. You really were. So thank, thank you very you. much. Um, join us again on, on Recruiting in Hospitality. I've been Lance Lockner-Ryan. Take care. Bye-bye.